T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. After nearly four decades, the Fremont Police Department has solved two murders that rock the community when they happened. KCBS's Scott Letary says it took diligent police work to crack the case. In 1982, the bodies of Mary Jane Malatag and Jeffrey Atup, two 16-year-olds, were found in separate locations in Fremont. Their bodies had been battered and police immediately determined they had been murdered. DNA evidence was taken from the scenes, but police did not get any hits and the case went cold for 36 years. Then a year and a half ago, Detective Jacob Blass, who works cold cases for the Fremont Police Department, reopened the case because he said there was such good DNA evidence preserved. If there's something that we can do with it, if we think the DNA that we have is good enough for that kind of uh, technology such as this genetic genealogy, then we, we definitely push ahead with it. Genetic Genealogy Lab worked with an ancestry company and they came up with a family tree of about 400 people. Detective Blass painstakingly narrowed down the individuals to a Clifton Hudspeth who it turns out had a long rap sheet and was living in Melpitas during the time of the murders, but had died in 1999. We went ahead and we exhumed Mr. Hudspeth's body and was able to prove 100% that he is our suspect in this case. In a statement, the families of the murder victims asked for privacy, but said they will be forever thankful to Detective Blass. Scott Letiri, KCBS. Santa Clara County supervisors want to urgently expand services to mentally ill people living on the streets. An update from KCBS's Mike Colgan. The Board of Supervisors has started discussing how best to support the highest need people on the street. Supervisor Dave Cortese. It's quite evident now in this county that we have insufficient capacity for the mentally ill. When you hear this term beds, you know, we don't have enough beds for the mentally ill. Well, it almost really literally means that uh, there are so few facilities to take them in that are medically and psychologically competent. Co-author Supervisor Cindy Chavez said it's not surprising that a third of people living on the streets have mental health issues. Just imagine for a minute that you become homeless all of a sudden. It's easy for me to understand how people start drinking, start self-medicating, and then can really have negative impacts on their mental health. Other options being looked at include the use of court-appointed conservators who can oversee the care of the severely mentally ill. In the Silicon Valley Bureau, Mike Colgan, KCBS. Starting next year, BART riders will have to dig a little deeper into their pockets. The transit agency says it will raise fares to keep up with inflation. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports, the fare hike may be just enough to keep some people from taking public transit. Sarah Mendez started taking BART when she moved to the East Bay from Southern California, but she quickly decided... I don't think it's worth it. For her, Lyft or Uber are often cheaper than BART, and she feels ride-hailing is safer. I mean, I enjoy it. I don't have to deal with public spaces. It's pretty dirty. Um, I don't have to deal with homeless people or, you know, robberies or stabbings. 
On January 1st, BART is planning to hike fares by 5.4%, a biannual increase which the transit agency says will keep up with the cost of inflation. Daryl Perkins says BART should be making public transit cheaper, not more expensive. We should make it accessible to as many people as we possibly can and, you know, keep fares low as well so people can do that. BART says all the extra revenue from the fare hike will go to the agency's highest priority capital needs, including new train cars and a new train control system. Officials say they are also working hard to make BART cleaner and safer with an increased police presence. At the West Oakland BART station, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Health officials in Los Angeles say three people infected with measles traveled through LAX last week, possibly exposing others to the potentially deadly virus. As KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub reports, Bay Area health leaders say cases occur because people haven't been vaccinated. Los Angeles Health Department officials say three people known to have the measles traveled through terminals 4 and 5 at about 3.45 p.m. on December the 11th. Marin County Health Officer Dr. Matt Willis says 90% of people who are unvaccinated generally contract the disease if they are near an infected person. It's entirely preventable. Um, there's been 73 deaths in Samoa um, associated with the most recent outbreak. Um, in 2015, here in, in the state of California, we had over 100 cases of measles associated with a similar incident. Willis says unvaccinated children are most at risk. When we see cases like this in an airport, um, obviously the concern is that others who may be in that environment can take it back to their own communities and we could have a national spread or a national outbreak. Measles cases in California jumped to 48 this year amid the largest national outbreak in 20 years. Doctors say this is chiefly due to lower vaccination rates. This year, Governor Newsom signed into law legislation restricting medical exemptions for vaccinations. Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. Oakland International's loss is SFO's gain. KCBS's Jim Taylor brings us details of Norwegian Air's recent move. Norwegian Air is moving to SFO. The airline consolidating all of its Bay Area operations at San Francisco International. Norwegian Air has served the greater San Francisco Bay Area at Oak since 2014. Nearly 1.5 million passengers have traveled between Oaks and Europe aboard its aircraft. So it's bittersweet. Oakland International spokeswoman Kianis Taylor echoing the disappointment there. We have worked tirelessly to promote Norwegian's service and to make it a household name here in the Bay Area. She says the relationship has been a win-win. The phenomena of Norwegian at Oak has improved our visibility in the travel and aviation business worldwide. The move does leave Oakland International with only one transatlantic flight. That's the Air Azores summer seasonal service to the Azores off the coast of Portugal. Jim Taylor, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.